It is now time for Rupert's Royal Roundup. Rupert's Royal Roundup. <laughs> Your nose is less red this morning, Rupert. Good morning. Uh, well, in the picture or in reality? No, I don't know. Let's have a look. Ah, oh, there you are. Oh, very yes. No, you look a, a fine vision this morning. Yeah, well, I, I got to see you. Obviously, didn't either. Neither had the shirt memo by the looks of things. <laughs> no, uh, no, you no. You must have walked into the office this morning and gone, "Oh, what's just happened here?" You know that fashion faux pas moment. You know, We're just so David, in sync with wrong. each Rennie other. Clearly, didn't get it wrong. Why? Thank you, Rupert. Well, bless you, Rupert. So, <laughs> yeah. so what would you like to talk about? There's an awful lot of raw news going on at the moment. Uh, it's not been another quiet week on the royal front. Obviously, the news about the Duke of Edinburgh now being uh, Prince Edward given that title on his 59th birthday. And I think clearly, emotionally, it meant a lot to him when we saw him in Scotland uh, when it was announced. Mm. But, of course, the main story, once again, now it seems one we've got the prince and princess uh, confirming Harry and Meghan's children with the title. Now, they're fully entitled to have it. Let's make it absolutely clear. But you just have to ask why, when they live in America, do they want to have it in an official capacity? When you look at the rest of the royal family, do not have them apart from the Duke of York's children. Um, and you, so clearly you have to wonder why does Harry, why do Harry and Meghan feel the need to impose it upon their children in America having that title? And, and what are you possibly guessing out there, Rupert? Well, I think they're just trying to maintain their relevance. Um, it, quite clearly, that uh, they still see themselves as part of the royal family, yet the royal family don't really want to have anything to do with them. Now, of course, we've got the coronation coming up, and it's still the will-they-won't-they they debate going on. Now there's added to that what you do with their children. Well, they can one's four and one's one. Now, actually... How do you manage a one-year-old sitting in the coronation? You know, I think you have to say, you know, that's, that seems to me a bit more of a, a sideshow. The, the real element is where are they, go if they're going to come, where are they going to be seated? The royal family, many of them don't want to talk to them. So <laughs> it's whatever's happens when they turn up, it's, uh, well, let, Harry will only talk to them, according to his interview last week, as long as they've gone and had therapy. Um, so... <laughs> <laughs> and they know to talk his language. So, I mean, this is the problem. And it's a sideshow, and it's sad, because we should be uh, clearly celebrating the King's coronation mm. and all that that means, not only for him personally, but as a country as well. Whether you agree with it or not, we do have a, a, monarch, a, a, a monarchy, and that is the way we operate, and it is how we... Uh, you know, the state works at the moment. Um, it may in the Houses of Parliament, we're not sure how it works, but um, we do have a monarchy, and that needs to be is what's going to be celebrated on May the 6th. So, so the last time we spoke, Harry and Meghan weren't even clear whether they were actually coming to the coronation. So, do we know now? Uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure we do. The invitation's there, but then you know, it's probably very simply just that, that you could assume that they would get an invitation, and where you're probably heading is. They're planning that they will come because, as someone said, it's easier to plan to say that they don't come because you can take their seat away and you can easily fill it with somebody else. But if you think, well, they're coming, then we've already got to make sure we plan for their arrival um, what, at, at the service. So, it, it's, But again, it's going to be all the body language and everything's going to be a sort of subplot to the day. And that's the sad fact, because whether we like it or not, 
it will be dominating the agenda if they turn up because everyone will be sort of watching every little nuance of how the family are, are putting on a a public front to deal with the, the, the Californian problem. Yeah, I mean, it's extraordinary. I mean, uh, and certainly the children, I think you bring, bring up a very good point about whether the children could actually sit through a coronation. Lots of other things going on, uh, by the way. I, I read this story this morning about the coronation celebrations will not include a Commonwealth banquet. Apparently that's breaking with tradition. You look like a man who knows a banquet. <laughs> well, I've, I've been to a few. Um, I think, again, it's probably the, the slimmed-down nature and, and the cost element. But actually, you, you, you might actually say, is that a poor move when politically mm. part of the whole day is a political um, role and the Commonwealth is an important part of the post-Brexit Britain in a, in a confusing political world that we live in with, you know, not China and Russia sort of hovering above many of the... Uh, around the Commonwealth countries uh, offering support. So Britain has somehow got to make sure that they keep them on side. And maybe the Commonwealth banquet is something that they should have looked at. But it's probably come down to uh, costings in the end and maybe the diaries and how many are coming over. So I couldn't give you a 100% answer as to why they're not having it. But it's, you know, we this is Britain has got to make sure uh, that it has a sort of proactive relationship with its Commonwealth well, members. Well, what would the late Queen make of that? Because they did hold a Commonwealth banquet for her in 1953, and it was held as a great success in fostering the spirit of good fellowship amongst her subjects. They had food and drink from the Commonwealth, so they had lamb from New Zealand, pineapples from Canada, wine and liqueurs from Australia and South Africa, coffee from Kenya, cigars from Jamaica, and so on. I just think they've missed a trick, haven't they? Um, I think in, when you look back to 1953 and the sheer scale of the coronation, they took 18 months to plan it, a very different world and a very different Britain then because of the way we, you know, we probably governed many of those countries as well. So it was a very different time. And the world in those 70-odd years has moved on exponentially. And so it's a different set of circumstances. Maybe it's just maybe wasn't deemed appropriate um, given the sort of compact nature of this coronation and the short, relatively short mm. notice of it. Um, and I, I don't think looking at that menu list that they went out on a limb much. New Zealand <laughs> lamb. Mm, right. I like New Zealand um, lamb. Well, I didn't know they grew pineapples in Canada, if that's what you've just read out. Well, that's out. what but, I read uh, out, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Hold up, well, David, um, I'll take your word for it. But well, you, you see, and I can imagine, yes, I can see what they were doing then. But if you look at the sheer scale of that um, uh, coronation and there were Commonwealth, masses of Commonwealth troops taking part, you know, I think the procession went on for something like two and a half hours. Mm. I mean, it was an enormous in sheer scale around a five mile route, you know, whereas this time it's going to be much more scaled down. Uh, and reflecting the, the, the different times we live in. So, so I may have mentioned it once or twice today, but I did see the King on Friday. Yeah. And, and I have to say, for the first time, I really saw in him a man who I think has morphed into, into the monarch. I, I, I've never seen that before. And that, that was the view. I was sitting, uh, obviously, at his feet somewhere, <laughs> yeah. right, right at the bottom. But, I mean, I've never seen him looking so regal. Well, I think the point is... He kept himself, when he knew, he's like everything he's done, he left everything to his mother. And his, it was his mother's show, as it were. Well, obviously, he's been waiting for it. And now he's very much wants to put his stamp on it. It's not been easy because there's a lot going on. And everyone thinks he could...
put his foot in it, as we saw when he saw uh, the lady from the EU, um, Ursula von der Leyen, that, that, you know, was that appropriate? So he's having to be very careful. But I have to say, so far, so good from his perspective. We saw during the, the period of mourning, his speeches were very well received. So, so, again, he does seem to be charting a good course. And if you're saying and you felt there was something about him yeah. when you were... I did. Uh, genuflecting, uh, or whatever you were doing, <laughs> well, David. No, so, so I tell you, so the mass bands came on, we all sang God Save the King. It was, it was a marvel. It was brilliant. I loved it. Well, I, I must admit, you know, that's what we've all got to get used to, singing that now. OK, we've now been, what, four or five months into, now we get used to it. But it is a different mindset for all of us. And, and I, think he's, I think he's enjoying it. Remember, he's coming to this into his 70s, so he's... He's, you know, he's a long time to wait. So he's got to enjoy it because, mm -hmm. you know, he, he mustn't let the sort of burdens bother him. He must say, right, it is my time. Let's try and make the best of it. And, and people do say that, you know, he does get on with jobs very unassumingly. He gets involved, doesn't make a fuss and bother about a lot of things that he's involved with. So hopefully uh, his coronation will, will pass without incident and the focus can be on him rather and some of the other uh, elements of the royal household who are creating issues. And just in terms of the coronation, anything else we know? I mean, clearly we've got, what, just under two months? Um, not at the moment. I mean, it's, there's nothing we, we know about the procession and everything. It, it, basically, I think it, everything could be finished right around about three o'clock in the afternoon, the procession and everything. And then, of course, we've got the uh, music. Well, I, I don't know we know the lineup completely for the concert, because obviously we keep hearing about people who are saying no, mm. but I'm sure there still will be a star-studded lineup of performers at the concert at Windsor Castle on the Saturday, Sunday, and then of course there's all the street parties, um, hopefully taking place on the Monday. Um, and uh, to, to round off the weekend celebrations. Yeah, Rupert, always good to, you, to talk to you. Thank you very much indeed, Rupert.